Hallelo. Uva Ball Uva is Ball. back. Welcome to Uva Ball Raw USA. How was your trip? It was good. Uh, after longer time back to Canada, checking uh, on uh, yeah, my son KJ, my stepdaughter Angelina. I saw that you got your what did you and get? And I got the citizenship. Got the citizenship. Um, that. <clears throat> I mean, there was only the ceremony, so now I have to uh, apply for the passport and stuff like this. And um, I went by my Bauhaus restaurant, what is, of course, now a Ukrainian restaurant. <laughs> it's interesting. And uh, but it was half empty. Uh, it's kind of a very cheap food now in a very expensive-looking restaurant. What is kind of- <laughs> You know, it doesn't fit together. And, um, but the whole gas town area where uh, my restaurant was, um, there was a whole block uh, burned down recently. Three restaurants, 200 apartments burned down to the ground. Then there was a long time, no electricity in that part of the city and stuff like this. So it's in a way, I'm happy that I'm out of it. And, uh, you know, so that it's like, uh, history now. I mean, it was a bitter, bitter and positive experience at the same time. But now, I mean, I can really close that chapter, you know. And um, then, it, what I saw also was uh, huge floods uh, because in Vancouver, where the airport is, it's under zero. So yep, it's it's like it's not not even on the on the ocean level, right? So it's under. And over the winter, they had like around them. Uh, everything was flooded and and things went under. <laughs> I have no clue how they want to uh, survive in the future with the ocean level going up. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you know they are like in the in the situation like uh, Miami or Bangladesh or whatever. So, but <clears throat> it's a big big area in Vancouver, especially the area where all the trucks coming. All the delivery comes from the border, like when you go to uh, uh, Washington State over the border. All of this is basically on ocean level. Uh huh. Yeah, so they will have a lot of problems coming up. And uh, yeah, you know, I remember when I lived in Utah, I used to hear all the time that if Waterworld became a real thing, like the movie, and all the water levels went up, that would be one of the only places that would be safe because it was so high above the sea level. So, yeah, it's only a matter of time that places that are at sea level get overwhelmed for sure. Manhattan Island was getting flooded when my mother lived there, uh, downtown Manhattan, and uh, when it would rain too much. So if that happens, I think that Manhattan Island is definitely going to be a memory. Yeah, it's but they like they should or maybe they do. I don't know. you, you can build like kind of walls you can put down in the ground. They're getting up when the water gets higher. So you have more protection stuff like this. Or you up you lift up the the sidewalks and the streets already like two or three meters higher. I mean, it's... Their me- subways were being flooded though. What do you think they should do about the subway? Yeah, subways, they're fucked, right? So <laughs> I'm... Uh, but but the clock is ticking, right? So it's it's like we all have like maybe twenty years, not forty, to uh, to do basically uh, to prepare for catastrophic disasters like waters going away. Some territories will dry out. Some ter- territories will get flooded. You know, and I think we need to uh, uh, see what we do about it. It's also like a lot of people are stupid. You know, like in Vancouver, for example, whatever you have people, they say, yeah, but I'm living on a street. It's like 10 meters higher as the ocean level. Okay. But you cannot survive in your house or in your street alone. You know, like where is the produce coming in? Where are the supermarkets? What, What are the routes you can get into cities in and out to provide that cities with with food produce for example so it's like and they don't question enough like uh, the the real infrastructure around them you know my house here in Mainz in Germany is I have uh, the river Rhine the biggest river in Europe right in front of my 
basically gate, right? So I can I can look down to the river. The river is will never come up to my house. But the street down there and the railway down there will get flooded in like whatever, maybe in 10 years, maybe in 20 years. And then I can only walk away from my house, but not drive away. And then how I get anything. I mean, that is the oh. thing what I think the people should ask more. Are you really safe uh, only because you live up the you, you live up the hill, or are we not completely fucked? So we we should think about, for example, to build canals like channels, you know, to to get the water away when the water gets higher. Okay, that's a you good know. idea. Yes, yeah, you know, you can have a dam in some cases or you have like this kind of uh, you flooded you flood some channels like you open gates and then the water goes not up on the road instead it goes in a channel and 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 in a canal and gets like uh, uh away basically right so and i mean all that stuff needs time and i think we're all thinking only about whatever the politics only thinking about the next election or or, or about the daily stuff and ukraine stuff and whatever but we need really deep planning, long-term investments, a lot of investments into being alert, be, being ready to react to all of this stuff. Really ready to react to all the natural disasters that are incoming. And you're right, you know, uh, it's going to get worse. I remember totally. uh, people people look at Escape from L.A., that movie. Remember that? Uh where there were earthquakes all over the United States and there were all these natural disasters. And then we had some crazy president sworn in all that shit's really happening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's kind it's, of funny. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's funny till it's not right. So it's funny till it. Yeah. You and then, yeah, like, it, oh. it, it, I guess you're right. It's not funny when we're dead. Speaking yeah. of which I, I started to watch, um, don't look up. I finally started watching it. Yeah, it's good, no? Uh, yeah, it is pretty good. Yeah, it is good. and I think when I watched, like yesterday, I twittered uh, that thing what I in, on the BBC, like this kind of the black hole photos. Did you saw that? Like from the from the. Uh, oh what, yeah, I did see yeah. that. That's crazy yeah. pictures, man. Yeah, especially when you see like you see the size. And then you see our sun system, like our system, including the sun and the Mercury and the Pluto and the Mars and the moon, whatever, and the Earth, was like a centimeter big on a like 40, 50 centimeter black hole galaxy. Yeah. And uh, the, the black hole was 53 billion times bigger, the hole, as the sun. Huh. So, I mean, it's just, like, unbelievable. You know, yeah, we will get sun you... in the hole, but in 23,000 years, so we have, <laughs> we, we have more urgent problems to solve, uh, but there will be the end of the Earth at one point. The black hole, you think? No, the end of the no, because the whole our sun system was basically visible to be getting slowly drawn into the, the the kind of the whirlwind into the black hole. But the scientists they say it's it, it, the, of course the process is extremely slow, and it's like we are around twenty three thousand years away from getting swallowed. You know, yeah, that's, that's not that long in the larger scheme of things. I mean, us with our short lifespan, it is, but yeah, that kind of sucks to know that it's an eventual thing that the earth will no longer exist. I know, but what do you want to do, right? I mean, the only thing you could do at that point would be you have the ability, uh, with the earth to transform the earth into kind of a spaceship. You know, that, yeah, I mean, it's absurd it sounds, but if the whole Earth would be a spaceship and you could fly away with the whole Earth out of our sun system, yeah, you know, then you could leave the 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 suck the sucker basically. You would not get sucked in. But I don't know how much power you would need because black holes normally have enormous power to drag you in. 
you know. And then it's also like what would actually happen to life on Earth if you leave the sun system? Yeah. Will 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 be our uh, uh, um, air like our our in, what will happen to us? Like yeah. Uh, you know, I like think, I don't think that it would be sustainable without the sun and everything. No, it's maybe the only question of a few months, and then it's like because they're in total darkness then. Yeah, the whole time, you know, and uh, then everything dies and whatever. I mean, good that we don't have to think about this <laughs> right yeah. now, right now at least. But it was it was monumental to actually see the size of that of that thing. Yeah, just the size was like uh, a breathtaking, you know, where you where you really feel like, oh my fucking god, like how small we are, how small even the sun is, and all planets and everything together, uh, in comparison to the the big the big picture, basically. Yeah, of course. Yeah, big picture. Yeah, we are pretty. Uh pretty minuscule in this huge ass galaxy that's for sure yeah and it's it's uh yeah it's kind of crazy and then uh, yeah look the last few days we had shootings after shootings uh, oh yeah let's talk about that let's first. talk about the guy who drove like i don't know a number of of hours away and he found a supermarket that he felt was like a lot of black people were shopping there and then he left his manifesto, but he broadcast the whole thing on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And he was even saying in his manifesto that he got bored during Corona and that he basically got uh, to a conspiracy guy, turned to a conspiracy fascist, basically, yeah. uh, during Corona times. And it's so similar to my film Hano. It you know, sure is. It's kind of frightening to see how normal this is becoming. Uh, yeah, you know, and then he wrote here, I have the manifesto in front of me, like, kill George Soros, kill Erdogan, kill Sadio Khan. I don't know what he has against Erdogan. Erdogan should be more of his taste, right? I mean, he's just... <laughs> I, I think the best with Erdogan this week was that he is against Finland and Sweden joining the NATO. Yeah. Yeah. With with the and, and you know what his reasoning was? That they support terror organizations. He was trying to say that some of the people who were appointed into positions of government were terrorists. Who the oh. fuck is he? Yeah, is I know he, he's the only dictator in the whole EU. And NATO <laughs> That he is in the NATO is already a total joke, and and uh, you know, and he is against Sweden and Finland. Like they are like major democratic social welfare states. You know, like where everybody has like a, a good income, schools are free, and you get good health care and everything. And then and then the Turkish guy flips completely out and doesn't want that they join the NATO. I mean. Uh, um, now, I'm not gonna. I'm not like, gonna badmouth him here because I know that I'll get sued or something. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But yeah, you know how I feel about him. I know how you feel about him too. So, yeah. I mean, we can I mean, we can talk about him as long as we don't like uh, do like slander. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I think that he's uh, he's a bad man. We'll put it put it that way. I think that he's he's a he's. Uh, the, remember that thing that happened on American soil where he came to visit Trump and then like his security entourage like beat the shit out of everybody who was just I hanging know, out. A whole fist fight there, like with, with anti Turkish demonstrators or exiled Turkish people. And and uh, Trump is such a fucking pussy that he let it happen. Like, yeah, it uh, didn't prosecute anybody. Nothing happened. As I know was. all those people got fucking fucked up too. It really was not cool. Erdogan is is. He's kind of a vicious beast, isn't he? Yeah, and it, I mean, he's he's a total corrupt, of course. He's he has a lot of similarities to Putin. Yes, you know, like like he has that major five hundred million dollar uh, uh, mansions he built for himself, castles he built for himself, 
and he's totally rigging the the elections there and stuff like this. I mean, it's absolutely insane. Well, so they already like, tried. They almost had a coup there. Remember that when the yeah. when the, the military tried to rise up. I know, and then uh, it it didn't. Uh, yeah, now he's best. he's got his grip now. He's not going to let that happen again. No, I mean that is the thing, and uh, but it's it's it was a strange coup too. It was like um, there are rumors that it was a little staged to come out as like a hero. Yeah, you know, uh, so it it was a little strange. But to the Buffalo guy in the manifesto, he wrote also stop watching porn. Okay. And, <laughs> Uh, people, they are normally like lonely killers, right? So they are, do nothing else as watching porn. <laughs> I mean, that is really uh, strange, you know. I'm sure he watched porn every day. And then yeah. he's like, in the end, you should never watch porn where he knows I'm going on a rampage now and whatever. And uh, Well, it, people like that is the reason why we keep the rampage suit very safe. Safe and locked up because somebody would love to use it in some crime like this, I'm sure, just as a representative of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And uh... that's what I think of every time I see this shit. Like this guy got all dressed up, like the guy who got dressed up in the theater with all the body armor and shit. Like, uh, it's like people are fucking fucked up. And it's funny that you were able to predict this before it became a trend. I think that each one of the films, each one of the Rampage films is years ahead of where the country is going. Even the third film was ahead of its time. When it came out, people were saying, yeah, right, people are going to revolt against the government, this and that. I think we're almost there. No, totally. I totally agree. It's it's like, and, and looting, and, and like, you know, like what we showed then later on the streets, that everybody's like, that, that we had like kind of an anarchy coming and... Uh, all of this uh, comes more and more real. Last week, Bill Mayer in his show did uh, a whole thing about like how now people just on bright daylight rob stores, smash windows, taking things out of the windows, taking things out of, out of supermarkets, and they don't even get charged. They don't even get stopped by the security because everybody's scared. Not scared of them, scared that they could sue them, scared that they are not politically correct if they take a homeless guy uh, down or whatever. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to touch them because then they can sue you. Yeah, yeah, you know. So interesting in the, in his manifesto was also, when anyone can be a German, a Brit, a Frenchman, then being European has truly lost all meaning. Make no mistake, the erosion of local and national identity has not come about by accident. It is a concerted and targeted effort against the European people. The idea that a Frenchman need to speak the language, share the culture, believe in the same God, or even more importantly, be ethnically French is ludicrous in the extreme. This is an attack on the very French people themselves, and this is a strategy designed to destroy national, cultural, linguistic, and ethnic uni united, uh, unity. Uh, the idea... Yeah, he's trying to say that they're trying to replace white culture with multiculturalism. Which... Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's, no, it's, not, that's, it's a lie. It's it's happening, but it's not a planned. You know, it's not like Mister Evil who yeah. migration. Migration comes based on there were two big factors for the migration into into Europe in general, is that Africa is a shithole and people want to leave. That is the the main point here that they don't want to live in Africa. They want to live in Europe. So they're coming into Europe. And then we have so many wars where refugees came and stuff like this. Now we have the Ukrainian war where tons of Ukrainians uh, uh, enter in, you know, and they're getting like way more friendly welcoming because they are blonde and white. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's like totally uh, 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 racist. And but it, but on the other hand, a lot of countries, especially France and Spain, had to take so many in because they had so many uh, colonies. Yeah. You know, the French were like like the British. They they plundered the whole world for hundreds of years. And they, they had to take from in Algeria, Morocco. They all speak French there. So and they, they had to take them, uh, people in because they were like basically... Uh, uh, 
being in their country for hundreds of years, you know. And now, yeah, but but that is the thing. So he he comes up in that manifesto with the typical stuff. And a day before in Germany, an Islam guy uh, went amok in a train and stabbed ten people, and then he got oh. tackled down by a police officer who was on his way home, and two other guys they tackled him down. So nobody died, but. He stabbed 10, 10 people. I mean, he wanted yeah, to. Yeah, God. You know, That's and it's horrible. It's, yeah, but it's more and more, right? When you see yeah. it, you have more and more right wing attacks and more and more Islamic attacks. You barely have any like left wing attacks. Yeah, you know? well, you don't. They try to say that like uh, there are, they try to pretend like, what is it? Antifa is a terrorist organization, but I only see it coming from the extreme other direction totally i don't know any antifa amok run yeah you know they do demonstrations they do also some violent demonstrations against the g20 and all that stuff you know but they're not like completely lunatics who buy a gun and then they run amok because they are so big fans of uh, lenin and stalin and karl marx or whatever i mean i never saw this happen uh, the, the the people that run amok are completely blindly nazi uh kuanon crazy people or they are totally radical islamistic people hmm. you basically they're all fitting in one of these two two uh, uh categories yeah categories you know and uh, uh so it's it's very sad also like uh you know well it's a lot of lives wasted i'm sure that they're not all completely stupid they're just fucking warped their ideologies have become twisted and you know their grip on what's real and what's not real has dissipated so you know that's a sad thing to see like uh it's a sad waste of our taxpayer dollars if they even get treatment because half of those people don't want treatment. I mean, you have to really want the treatment to change. And mental health is a big thing right now. I don't know. Yeah, that that one hundred percent too. All the studies show that, right? That we have a, an unbelievable mental health crisis around the world uh, with people. They they are in a rabbit hole. They're not getting out. They're like uh, extremely. Uh, yeah, we all go through it. I went through it too. Like I went through depression, severe depression yeah. after COVID and my divorce and, you know, shit happens. And I think that it's good to take a step back and kind of realize like, hey, this is not normal. This is not the way it should be. And, you know, seeking that treatment. A lot of people don't. A lot of people think I'm strong. I don't need help. And, you know, I can deal with it on my own. But there's no shame in going to a doctor and getting medicated because, you know, the world is a harsh enough place on, on its own. Why would we want to put that burden on our back? You know, when we can get treatment, I don't know. I think that it's, it's been stigmatized as if mental health is this horrible thing that makes you weak. No, but it's also when you, I mean, I had the anxiety too, right? And so in the beginning of the year and I took pills and then I slowly got, of it now right so but now okay. i'm better and uh without the pills who knows where that whole situation would went yeah, you know yeah. it can get worse and worse and worse and worse and uh a lot of the 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 antidepressiva they're doing a direct uh, thing basically in your brain you know the the serotonin stoppage basically and and i think that this is just the thing uh, you know when you have like a total infection you need antibiotics like yeah. with bacterial infections you need antibiotics and i think i think if you have a real uh, de depression uh, then the antidepressiva is the best thing to 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 do and then parallel you can do all kinds of things you know yoga sports meditation all that you can do parallel changing your life seeing everything more positive going everything day by day that is all very very important to do a parallel but i don't think that alone would solve the problem it's yeah. uh, you know it's at that point a real physically problem like where you have something and you need to basically rewire your brain with a medicament to to stop having that feeling yeah 
the fear or whatever it is. I mean, some people are just super uh, like then uh, tired. You know, a lot of depressed people are just too tired to do anything. And, and others are totally have totally anxiety. But a lot of people don't even know that they're depressed. And a lot of people don't even realize on a conscious level, like deep down inside. Yeah, they must know something's wrong, but they don't want to face this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A, a lot of people are in denial about it. Yeah. Yeah. But that is also when you read then the stories, you know, like when people... Uh, push it away, push it away, push it away. And then they're getting the absolute completely meltdown and don't leave their room for a half a year. Yeah. That you have too, right? You have, a, I know people, they, they said that, like they were like, like basically not living, living on their couch and were not able to do anything for like six months or a year. Yeah. Everything dropped. So, and that is what, then you basically, you should never did that. You should, you should when you when you have feelings like this, you, you should go and, and get it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's American culture is very different than it in Germany, in Europe, or other places. People are meant here to be tough. You know, you got to brave it through. You can get through this with positive thinking. It's all bullshit. Well, uh, but yeah, you're right. I I agree. But I think that um, I think that our culture tells us that we're lesser if we seek out treatment or there's something wrong with us. You know what I mean? But that's not true. But no. that's, it's like American culture makes people feel that way. Thus they don't seek out treatment because they feel like they're crazy or something, which is bullshit. Yeah. And I think also a lot of people are not aware that normal antidepressivers don't make in any form high or don't yeah. You know, like it's it's just like it's like basically uh, like ibuprofen. You know, when you have ibuprofen, you have headache. The headache goes away, uh, and, and and that is what the antidepressants. I mean, it's it's slow. It's not like uh, having an impact right away. But I under under in not one minute where I took the pills had in any form uh, vision problems, moving problems. Uh, or I was uh, like so tired I could do anything, or I I felt like I, I got LSD or something. Zero. Yeah, no. What it really does is it kind of um, for me, it it just kind of moderates my mood fluctuations. That like I don't go from extremely, you know, pissed off to like happy or something. It's pretty. My mood is very stable. Uh, that's what it does. So that's fine. That's yeah. good. I had like for me, it was first of all uh, uh, heavy, heavy. Uh, um, um, like I, I couldn't sleep, right? So yeah, I have that problem too. I, yeah, so you know, my first pill was basically uh, mitrazapan, what makes you really tired, and at least you sleep. So and and that helped me enormously. And then later, I, I when it regulated it, basically I switched to uh, a, a different one. What what was more like uh, uh, brings you more in a positive mood, brings you a little more energy to it, you know. So and then that worked too. And then I phased it slowly out. So uh, well, I'm good for you. That is good that you were able to phase it out and you recovered from your issues and. That's that's exactly what everybody else should be doing, you know, and not being ashamed of it, because there's a lot to be fucking depressed out there about. The world is in a very sad state. Politics are in a fucked up state. There's so much to be stressed out about. I think that everybody who's listening should go, you know, if you feel down or if you feel depressed or anxious, go to your doctor and just say, hey, is there something that you can give me that will help me? Because. It's important. Yeah. And also, when I went to Canada, I looked out of the window in the airplane, and then you see, like, you fly over the North Pole, right? And you look down, and, like, I mean, an airplane flies like 1,100, 1,200 miles an hour or 1,000 miles an hour, like something like this. And, um, and it was just white, you know, like mountains, white and snow and whatever. And you feel like, that is all melting. Oh. oh. And and if that all melts, then you get a feeling why when the ice all melts, the ocean is 
almost 20 meters higher as now. Yeah. And, and that is the thing what, what I, I think that most of the people are not really aware of the size of the poles and Greenland and stuff like this. It's like, it's, it's enormous. It's like the size of all of America, you know, like it's enormous. And there is still a lot of snow, a lot of ice, whatever. But we know from the satellite shots, whatever, it's shrinking every year uh, drastically. Uh, and uh, that is... Uh, it's a big not, problem. It's a big problem, you know. Yeah. It's a big, big problem where you feel like... Because when, we, when we're talking about 10 or 20 meters, the ocean level going up, that is Armageddon. Yeah. You know, that is not like if it's going a meter up, whatever, the Vancouver airport has a problem. But if it goes 10 or 15 meters up, um, all bets are off. Yeah, yeah. That's going to really flood and destroy a lot of uh, the community. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that is the thing. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's really not easy, you know. Yeah, now let's talk about... Uh, what do you think of what do you think of the Top Gun movie that's going to come out? Do you think it looks good? I don't know because I mean it looks good, and Tom Cruise is a real, still a real movie star. You know, it's not doing TV. It's supposed and, to be good. I haven't seen it yet, but I really want to see it. I was never a Top Gun fan. I never and, even I never saw the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, but I still think it looks people good. People are like now, like all romantic about Top Gun, but I actually never watched it because I felt like it's to totally stupid. The typical like this it made my cousin for... join the he joined the that shit. Yeah, the he joined the, the what is it the Air Force <laughs> or the Marines? No, it's yeah. not the Marines or the Navy or whatever. Yeah, but I, I, I think I think he joined the Air Force. The Air yeah, Force. he wanted to be a pilot. So yeah, yeah. but it was kind of a dumb reason because he saw Top Gun. And I should have seen it, but I was like, Jason, come on. So I never saw the movie. But I still think the sequel looks good. We'll see. Supposedly, China thought that the plane that they were using in the movie was a real, like, reconnaissance, uh, a brand new. They thought it was a real uh, aircraft. So they started to take pictures of the set. Yeah. <laughs> in the airplane, I was able to watch, uh, finally, the Bond film. Oh, you saw No Time to Die. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what do you think? Uh, oh, it was good. I mean, for example, to J James Bond, I always liked in comparison to Top Gun, for example, right? So I always <laughs> liked, and in the earlier years, I liked James Bond more because the action scenes were more realistic. They got a little spaced away with being so over the top that it's more like Mission Impossible, more like this. And uh, but it was a good film and, a, and an ending for for Daniel Craig, right? So uh, it's over. But what? And, how are they going to go on? Why would they kill him off, dude? How, what are they going to have James Bond's daughter? No, I have no clue. But but uh, I I think he wanted to get killed off. I think he wanted to make sure that they don't try to get him back. Okay. You know, sometimes it's psychological, this kind of thing. Uh, they would beg him to do another bond because yeah. they have nobody. I mean, whoever you take now, that is a big problem. You know, and uh, if, you, if you take a, I mean, if they're going so politically correct that you make James Bond, that, that you make it a, a woman or you make it a, a, the, black you know, a, the black guy. Idris Alba is a good actor. He's from England. He's good. He would be great. No, he would be good, but he's black, right? So, and I don't know if if James Bond should be black. I mean, they they have to they have to say it like you know, like they uh, they have to say like whatever. He's the best agent we have, and we give him the the zero zero seven number because he's the best we have. Then you can justify uh, Idris Alba. But if you, I mean, I assume the next film will just show also the search for a new agent in the film. That's dumb, though. James Bond has never died before. <laughs> I don't know. No, I know. I know. It was the, it was the, for the first one. And, uh, uh... I, I don't think they should have done it. I mean, I understand that it was for dramatic effect and Daniel Craig wanted to be out. Yeah. But, like, now they have a real fucking mess. Like... They have it. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see what they want to do now. And... Uh... And then I watched also the House of Gucci. 
How's the Lucy? Okay. Yeah, from Ridley Scott. Good film, and it shows how stupid Gucci is. I mean, like when you when you watch the film, you cannot believe that Gucci is a worldwide brand, because if they're even half what that family is shown in the in the film, uh, then it's like a total disaster. I mean, totally retarded idiots, right? So uh, Al Pacino and uh, Jeremy Irons, whatever they play, the Gucci brothers, very old at that point. And Adam Driver is then the son, the only son. There's another son, but he's completely out of it. Like he's a total idiot. And uh, then Lady Gaga is that Italian, uh, uh, just a normal girl. She hits on Adam Dri- on the driver guy because she she uh, sees he's rich, she's Gucci. So they're getting married, getting a kid. And then he leaves her for another woman and then she kills him. Oh. And she, she and two other, uh, and that happened in real in reality. So the only uh, Gucci heir, uh, basically, who was the chef of Gucci at that point, uh, got killed and shot in on stairs in the middle of Rome. And uh, she got uh, 26 years in prison or lifelong, whatever. And that was it. That is the end. And uh, since then, Gucci is owned by basically venture capitalists. Huh. So the, the Gucci family is completely out of Gucci. There's nobody left. And uh, it's really interesting. I mean, it, it was a good film. I think it's, it, it's uh, entertaining, uh, good storytelling, very good acting. I have to say, from especially from Lady Gaga, she's very good in that film. She, I think she was nominated for an Oscar. was was very good. And uh, yeah, I would recommend the film, like the James Bond one. And I watched also two more films. I watched... Uh, Still water, water with Matt Damon. Did you ever watch? Oh, I know what you're talking about. That's the one where, like, he's looking for his daughter or something. Yeah, so the daughter is in jail in um, Italy, and um, <clears throat> for murder. So it's like that. That uh, what is the American Amanda Knowles? What was that name? Amanda Knox. Knox. I think it's like they took that as an idea or whatever. So she's the in jail and he wants to get her out, but he's like a normal construction worker and is kind of like speaks zero Italian. And so for years, he just visits her from time to time. Her uh, attorney dropped the ball on it already. And, and, then, and then she said in jail, somebody said he, he knows some, somebody who bragged that he killed that girl for what she is in jail, right? And and she tells her dad, this guy, you need to find that guy. He really uh, 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 killed her, not me. And then he tracks him and finds him and kidnaps him and put him in a basement in Italy, uh, in a house where he lives with a new woman he, he met there and, and, and has him as a hostage and takes a DNA test. You know, gives the DNA test to a private investigator and said, well, on, we need to, to check the DNA on the victim with, with this guy. And then the police comes and his wife, his new girlfriend, releases the, she releases the kidnapped guy. And a day later, the, uh, uh, the DNA test comes positive. Oh. But the, but the guy is gone. Oh, Wow. Yeah, so, uh, you know, and then, I mean, it goes back and forth. But it's a good film also. I like the film. Uh, good acting and a different story, but but I would recommend that too. And uh, the fourth film I watched was Belfast from Kenneth Branagh. It was also re- uh, nominated for Oscars. Okay. Um, and I think it maybe got even one for script writing, whatever. And it's about uh, um, the IRA and the Catholics in Ireland. And uh, the the Protestants against the Catholics, like 30 years ago, they were fighting against each other. And I think that film was uh, not on that level uh, to get a lot of Oscar nominations. It was not a bad film. Judy Dench plays in it. It's a family story. But all the IRA stuff, all the, 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 the action stuff, basically, was horrible done. Oh, was was like uh, childish, 
you know, so when they didn't, they, he didn't know how to direct action. Exactly. And it was just like, you know, like an attack with tanks, whatever. In the, and they were throwing uh, Molotov cocktails in the windows, but it was cheap. It looked not realistic and nobody ever died in the whole film. You never see a guy dying or getting, uh, you know, like when you when you have like mayhem. Uh, I mean, you have to show some blood. You have to show actually people burn or people getting shot or something. And it, nothing happened the whole time. Yeah, there's, just, no, there's no stakes that people don't get killed. I know, exactly. It's just a rumble, yeah. you know. And, uh, uh, you know, so I, I think it was overrated. But it's it's not a, a bad film or whatever. It's an interesting subject. But I, I felt like that's nothing what you got all that nominations. But it was shot in black and white. And if you shoot something black and white with famous actors, boom, you get the nomination. <laughs> yeah, because they think it's like, you know, it's it's this kind of like. Uh, no, it's, it's, you're right. You're a hundred percent right. Yeah, it's arty. As artsy fartsy. Like, it, yeah, it's art, you know. And <laughs> it was actually uh, funny, but we had a rumble in the airplane, the Mike Tyson part two. So uh, before we even lifted off, in uh, somebody Frank- was fighting. What was up? Yeah, yeah. There was like we. I heard only I was sitting there. Then I heard only screaming and yelling and screaming and yelling. Then I heard, then eight cops came in. Oh, shit. And, and they were like the heavy cops. You know, oh. they, they, they were at the airport. I'm sure they have like kind of a little more like SWAT kind of guys. So they came in. Then we heard like fighting sounds. Whoa. And then we saw him, th- this guy's carrying him out. But he was a massive, like a two meter monster guy. Oh and wow! So they had a tough time to uh, tackle him down, whatever. So they had with two people, each leg, two people, each arm, two people, and one guy had him in a chokehold, getting out of the airplane. Wow, and, uh, dude, he's huge. Yeah, yeah, that was that was not easy. And it like they bounced into the seats when they got him out because he was still fighting. And uh, so there was like a half an hour delay, and then the pilot said, "Yeah, now." The real delay comes because we have to get his suitcase out of the airplane. <laughs> you know, oh, that's allowed. Shit, that You're not allowed to have a guy not on board and the suitcase is in. So, oh my God, it was already like on day one, already one and a half hours uh, delay. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, uh, I mean, that sucks. I don't mean to laugh, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was funny almost, you know, like we were all laughing about it because it was so stupid. Like why a guy flips right away or like out? We just came into the airplane. We just were sitting down. And so something triggered him right off the to lose his shit. And I don't know what, maybe they wanted to put the mask off and they said no. It was probably something really stupid like that too. Yeah, yeah. But he still had the mask on when they carried him out. (laughs) <laughs> you know, but it was like under his chin, so it was not really over his mouth anymore. But but I mean, it's it's just like people uh, need to get a fucking life. Who gives a fuck if they want you to put the mask on? Just put the stupid mask on. Who gives a shit? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's in the airplanes they still do it, right? Yeah, yeah. airlines like Lufthansa is still doing it in the air in the airport. They still do it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I don't care. I mean, if, when I was eating, of course, uh, I mean, I was watching the films and ate the whole time something. So I didn't have the mask on for more or less half of the time. But, uh, you know, but you still have the mask on when you walk in and out. And so it's, it's okay. If people think that makes it safer, I think it's kind of bullshit because in an airplane is extremely good uh, air filters. Yeah, yeah, they they have to have that by law. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So I think that people need to people need to stop being these freedom fighters. Yeah, Uh, let's talk about the last thing on our list: the abortion rights. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. What do What do you think about what's going on? No, it's insane, right? So I mean, you cannot if 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 they go all the way through that they say it's absolutely not allowed to have any abortion, even whatever, a week after you get pregnant, uh, then it's so fucked up, it's unbelievable. 
Yeah. I mean, I what is if I you don't... have a, a handicapped child? What is if you are really sick? What is if it's a rape thing? What What is if the mother is a, a totally fentanyl drug addict? Well, I mean, uh, to, they, you you need to allow abortions. You know, I'm not pro late abortion. I'm not. I I I, I think in Germany it's allowed up to uh, 13 weeks like three months in a week or something, you know, I, I, I don't think you should do an abortion when the kid is already like visible on the ultrasound and you have a body, you know, that shouldn't be allowed. So that is normally in, in months like four and a half, five, then I think it's too late. Then you should not allow abortions. But, but uh, overall, you cannot say there are no more abortions at all. Yeah. Really? And I think that Clarence Thomas is trying to say that because that, draft leaked like all the news is trying to cover it as uh it's it's a a lack of public trust what really it is is that he doesn't have any trust because he's afraid of other people judging him and looking over his shoulder at shit that they want to do they feel like they don't they shouldn't be moderated i think that those people uh, are fucking horrible awful people and they're, this is going against our constitution, our constitutional rights. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. And, uh, uh, Jeff, I, I think also, like, I hope uh, that this will uh, um, change a little um, the midterms. You know, because a lot of people in the midterms, uh, um, basically would voted now for the republicans you know but maybe they reconsider there are a lot of people 70 percent of the americans are pro-abortion yeah it's necessary we all know somebody who's had an abortion and if there are no abortions there'll just be like illegal very unsafe abortions done in back alleys you know the abortions will still be done they'll just be a lot less safe and you're putting your daughter, your your mother, your neighbor at risk. And don't tell me, oh, they should have not had sex in the first place. That's such a fucking archaic bullshit fucking answer. I think that the religion and church and state needs to be separate. I think that now that church is seeping into the government and now into our laws, it's like it's the saddest, most fucking hypocritical thing. Yeah, no, it's it's really unbelievable. It shows also like how how uh, I, I just Twitter. I don't know if you read it already. There was an article today in the, in the Vanity Fair about that with the shortage on formula, the Republicans mentioned they should not feed immigrant kids anymore. What Wait. is up with the Republicans, man? You know, I, I tweeted as the party of Lincoln turned into a Kuan on mental ill institution you know that was the uh, what i what i tweeted and it's it's uh it's really insane yeah conservatives claim the solution to the formula crisis is to stop feeding the children of undocumented immigrants i mean how low you want to sink before you see the party you vote for is a piece of shit like human garbage people are in the Republican Party, in the Congress and in the Senate. They're human garbage. They're only doing what their big donors telling them. And they're just absolutely fascist pieces of shit. You cannot you cannot sugarcoat that anymore. It's, yeah. it's like, uh, you know, I mean, the, the, a lot of Republicans are not one centimeter different as a Putin or a Kim Il-jung in North Korea. There's, there is no difference between them. They would love to have the same dictatorship in America. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it's, I agree with you. I do. I agree that Republicans have gotten so extreme and they need to be taken back because this is a very scary shit that they're taking over everything pretty much. Yeah. You know, and they're trying to cheat their way into future elections and stuff and, and redistricting. I think that it's really scary that they think that they can cheat their way into power without the support of the people. Yeah. No, it's really crazy. And uh, yeah, so we will see. You know, I just read here in the news right now that Erdogan is uh, vetoing officially Sweden and Finland. And uh, at the NATO, 
they need a un unified vote. Yeah, or else it won't go through. If they, if they don't convince him to vote pro, it, pro, uh, they cannot take Finland and Sweden. But how can they make rules like this? I mean, how stupid is the NATO? Yeah, they should just <laughs> kick out, kick Erdogan out. Absolutely. <laughs> out. Or say, if you have 29 NATO members, right? I, I mean, you can also say you don't need, you could do like a lot of times you have a two-third majority can decide things. You know, yeah. like, like two-thirds yeah. of the thing. But if you need a unified vote uh, and you took in like Hungary's in the NATO, they're total fascists. Uh, you know, like, I mean, there are a lot of countries in, they are totally wild cards now. And uh, I mean, it's insane. The, they will never get any decision done on a lot of other things they maybe want to do. You know, it's it's crazy. Uh, but they think he just wants uh, support, money, weapons, whatever for himself. And then he will say yes. What a fucking, <laughs> I don't even know. I'm not going to say it. No. He's, he's yeah, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> and then the, you remember uh, the Profan exhibit, that movie, what was produced, and I made a little short film for it. There's there like 13 directors. They made horror short oh, films. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the Profane exhibit. Yes, and it came out. It looks like it came out. Did uh, it finally come out? It's been fucking forever, dude. I, I Twittered it, uh, the, the link. I can send you the link. I don't know if it's done. If I mean, it's done. They want to go, I think, in a film festival with it first. and Because uh, uh, I heard that what happened was that they were shooting one of the segments and they ran out of money. And they weren't able to finish all the stories. Like, yours is done. And there are other ones that are done. But the whole film hadn't been finished. So did they finally come up with the money? That's great. Yeah, so I, it, it, I mean, it looks like they got it done and yeah. uh, written here on the 13 years in production hell, but now the profane exhibit is finished and looking to take over the world. This very rare film has been talked about for over a decade and was thought to be to be lost, but now it's found and finally available for horror fans for their viewing displeasure. Due to the extreme content of this film, viewer discretion is highly advised. Perfect for midnight screenings. Okay, yeah. well, is is it free or do, how does it cost? Money? No, they will they will have a release at one point, you know. But I mean, it's uh, that oh. was a film you could make money if it was still blockbuster around, and you could still sell a lot of DVDs. Then you could maybe make some money with it. I think it's too hard. It will be not bought by Netflix or something. And uh, so, oh, it, yeah, it's way yeah, too violent. It be only on like some horror uh, streaming platforms, and that will be it. No, well, yeah. maybe Shutter, Shutter, maybe we'll take it. Maybe, maybe it could be. Okay, look, we almost did an hour today. So then, now, all right, guys. So, uh, you can add Uva Ball on Twitter at Uva Ball7. I'm Gary Otto at Gary Otto Zero. We will see you next time on Uva Ball Raw USA. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.